The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet, this is The Kickout. Hello! Welcome to a brand new episode of The Kickout. I see a intercontinental championship belt behind you, Rex. Okay, it's Ace. Oh, what? That's the new one. Yeah, Ace normally has the IC belt in his studio set. But Ace has the classic one. See? What? The new one. Well, it's about this again. I go by the name of Skillet. I got a bike. I got a bike. I got a Ace. And my name is Mex. And you are listening to the Kickout Podcast. There's no Tay, no Flu, but you are here with the World Heavyweight Champion of Radio, DJ Ace. You are here with the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time podcast champ, Skilly T, aka Ryan Skillet. And you're here with the IC champ, the new IC champ, the new face of podcasting when it comes to wrestling, the new source, the source, Max, the WrestleManiac, UK. Well, let me tell you something, Green Gene. When you go across the Kickout podcast and you go across WrestleMania UK, you don't know what these powers are going to do, son, when we combine and we run wild on you. Thank you. What an that intro. Was an intro. What an that, intro. Was that was a long intro. That was a hell of a long intro. I'm sorry. I've wasted people's time. Um, how has everybody been? Cool, man. How have you been? I'm good, man. You know, I'm just getting used to, new to my new job and enjoying it. Ace, um, thank you for meeting me the other day, and you and I are yeah. going to be collaborating very soon with my new job. I saw um, Skip after he was running around uh, naked in London. Yeah, I had to do a, a, a shoot for a TV show on Tuesday, and he had me running around, not butt naked, but practically naked around Soho. Um, a lot of women loved it, though. I was Who's surprised. I, got, I, was surprised. I was surprised. I was like, oh, right, me and my skinny frame. <laughs> me? <laughs> but yeah, a lot of women stopped and and and, uh, and enjoyed the view. Can I be honest? I, I haven't watched a lot of wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Leave her by. <laughs> but, you know what? There hasn't, there's, there's not been anything great to watch, really. Mm. Like... Even with AEW, it's been decent, but because they've moved to Fridays temporarily because of NBA stuff, um, I think that's kind of thrown everyone out the, out of whack a bit. But there's been plenty of news. Plenty yeah, of news. I've, I've, I've kind of kept across the news, but I haven't really... Like, I started watching Raw, then I turned it off. That is so bad. And then I heard it was like the worst Raw ending ever. Bro, Shayna Baszler is running from a doll. A whole Shayna Baszler. That undefeated streak. They've just rubbished her. So Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss are having a feud. Is that what's going on? Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss's doll are having a feud. Yeah, man. Do you think she's being punished for something? (laughs) Apparently, and I, I read this months ago, 
Vince just sees absolutely nothing in her. Nothing Bruh. at all. But Max, he's he's like that with everyone. <laughs> Not okay, yeah, yeah. We hear that for a lot of people. But... Doesn't see anything in anyone today. It's like I can't, he, he doesn't rate any of his talent, any of them. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy to me. Um... Like, he like, like he rates Roman Reigns, and he likes Seth. He likes Seth. Mm-hmm. And but he, 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 and he, he may like those people because of the money they bring in. And he was high on Becky Lynch. No, but he actually rates Roman Reigns because, come on, the fans was against Roman Reigns for a long time and Vince kept it going. So Vince, Roman Reigns is a Vince puzzle. That's yeah. very good. But, and obviously Vince is very good friends with Roman Reigns' father, you know. Family, yeah. yeah, exactly. I find sick, you know. They probably saved Vince from getting his ass kicked back in the 70s and 80s. There's their stuff going on there. Their stuff, you know. They were probably his bodyguards for time. But... They hit the drug. <laughs> I'm checking. I was really checking. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't rate anyone. Yeah. He doesn't rate. Like Triple H rates people. Triple H, Triple H sees the goodness in people. Vince is like, nah, this guy's ain't it. Triple H. And sometimes Vince is right. That's the funny thing. Sometimes he's right. Not in this occasion. With what Shane Amazer? Yeah, she's sick. Mm, I, had, I have had my reservations with Shayna recently. Obviously. I feel like they, they've destroyed the character, obviously. Like what she was in NXT is uh, not. I bad. loved her. I did love her in NXT. I was high on her in NXT. 100 percent Um, but what she's obviously what she's doing now is not great. Unfortunately. No. You, know, you know, when she first came to to Raw, like yeah. And even when uh, like her and Becky, she looked and when she um eliminated everybody from the eliminated the chamber, like they was booking her strong, and now it's mm-hmm. just foolishness. Didn't they do a thing where she was like a vampire at one point, biting people? She yeah. bit. It's only Becky she bit, but yeah, she had. That, it was done from her after that. After that, <laughs> it was all over. It was all over. <laughs> um, Andrade. Andrade, yeah, my guy, my guy, has finally signed to AEW, and I'm very happy for him. And there's a lot. There's, I think that was the first signing that made me perk up in my seat a bit, like. These were the reactions I would have been when I was seeing WCW acquire WWE talent or WWE get WCW talent. I was like, oh, that's a level. This size. is the first time since those years, 20 plus years ago, that I've had that reaction back to them days where I was like, yes, I'm excited that a talent that I want to see is prosper, it might be prospering somewhere else in a in a rival company like AEW. So if they do more of this, I'll be I'll be I'll be very much an AEW fan. But yes, Andrade, a very great acquisition. I don't like the Vicky Guerrero. Yes, I said it. I made a whole video about this. Like he's not like look at this guy. Like he looks like money. And I'm sorry, Vicky Guerrero looks like she could be his mom. Like yeah. the pairing I, aesthetically ain't correct. Doesn't work. And and that whole act is old now. The excuse me act. I yeah, think that yeah. everything is boring. Still major heat, though. She didn't do a great job of introducing him because she kept shouting. So when she was saying Andrade El Delirio, and like, and and no one understood what she was saying. She said Andrade for God's sake, but people were still like, "Who?" And then people were like, booing oh, her, so they never heard her. Yeah, exactly. Not good. That's not good. No, you think that will last though? No, I don't think so. I think they might have to learn from that and give her the snip. I think they should get Selena Vega and re- reunite them. Well, oh, yeah. Apparently, I... Selena Vega's resigned with WWE. 
There's a rumor there's something going on there, yeah. But then Alistair Black got fired, so no, they want him back too. Yeah, there's a rumor so that he's they want him back. Yeah. So why did they fire him? <laughs> I can't believe this. Bro, they let they let Drew Gulak's contracts run out and then they signed him back two weeks later. Wow. What was that last last year? Yeah, sometime last year. It's wild, man. It's wild. Who's next to turn up at AEW? I thought it was going to be Alistair Black. Um, Murphy. Murphy. Now, Murphy's going to go indie for a little bit. Yeah, I think Murphy will go let the ring of honor uh, impact route. Mexico. He'll probably go Mexico, go New Japan. I think, mm. Murphy, I think Murphy wants to go New Japan. Can you imagine Murphy and Jay White in a one-on-one match? Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be incredible. Murphy in the G1 would be pretty good. Murphy in the G1. Murphy against Shingo. Come on. That's probably, yeah, I think, probably end all of that by going back to WWE. Yeah, you will. Murphy versus Ibushi. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a dream match on Murphy's head. You know? Yeah, I think that's what Murphy should do. Don't go to AEW. Do the indies. Go Japan. Become an A-star plus wrestler that you already are anyway, but become that creme de la creme. Murphy versus Osprey. Come on, these are the matches I want to see. Come on, Murphy. If you listen to this podcast, which I know you're not, but if you are, <laughs> go to the ring, do the independent route, go Japan, come back to WWE so they can put you in the four corners, hell in a cell match, but nobody cares who you are and you lose and you get reunited with, with um, Wesley Blake just to jump <laughs> On a Thursday night, and there's no show on Thursday nights, but you get jobbed all over again, Murphy. To do all this hard work, just to yeah, get back that to the So that, w- you- that wouldn't happen if you went back to WWE. You'd go back a star, surely. And you know, I hope Murphy, when you go to Japan, you learn how to cut a promo. He's good, man. He can talk. He can't talk, bro. Ben- do you remember his 205 live run as champion? One of the best wrestlers. Not a great talker. Not a great talker, but he's he's decent enough, especially in Japan. All he has to do is speak English. Give him a break. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Japan, he'll do really well, but he needs to learn how to get really, really now. talk. A bit more real, yeah. So um, before, before they got rid of Murphy, yeah, they were planning, he, 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 I think he or someone else had pitched to put him back with Wesley Blake. And they were all planning maybe this tag team to go back together until someone said, no, Wesley, Wesley Blake's been fired. Yeah, but he left fired, in the yeah. La- yeah, he left in the last round, but no one knew. It's like not, not no one knew, but like they were have, making this plan for him to be in a tag team with someone that doesn't even work in the company anymore. Wild. Oh, well, I'm not even surprised because you just told me that they gave Alistair Black to return. It felt like they fired my man by accident. <laughs> not, like anything you tell me, Max, I believe wholeheartedly that it's like they just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, it was. Alistair Blake, he works in theatre. <laughs> Not you. They wouldn't get rid of you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, hey, um, uh, so biggie, so biggie. Uh, when you show up with the icy tie, well, you don't have the icy tie anymore, Vince. Okay, okay. When you walk down the ramp, right, we want Alistair Black to kick you in. You know that? You know what? What's it? The black, the old black, the black out. You black out. He kicks you in the back of your head. Uh, Vince, wait, 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 let me finish. He kicks you in the back of the head, right? And then he does his pose, but he bounces off the ropes and he meditates in the ring. Yeah, but Vince, you got rid of him. Who? Alistair Black. <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? We we got this program with you, and you know we got rid of him. That's that's what I think happened. That's what happened. 
Yeah. It was an accident. It was a hundred percent an accident. It was Alistair Blake. He works in catering, makes fish fingers. Anyway. And funny enough, he's been super polite and all the little shoot interviews he's been trying to People try to draw him out to, you know, talk bad on WWE. He's been super polite. Vince was always in my corner. Big up Paul Heyman, this, that, and the other. And people are like, why aren't you cussing these people? He's still in. 100% he's still in. He knows he's yeah, still he in. Yeah, he probably still works there. <laughs> he's, still, he's still in. Definitely, he's still in. And or at least def- Selena Vega is working there, so he ain't trying to, you know, burn do her you bridges. Think, do you think they just fired him to rehire him on a lower wage? Maybe. Possible business, isn't it? That's what probably happened. Maybe it's like Strowman, for instance. Strowman may go elsewhere. People are cussing Strowman today because apparently he's been telling indies he wants like five figures for for any bookings. But it's like wow. he's Braun Strowman. They publicly put out when he got sacked that he was on a million dollars a year. So it's like, why wouldn't he want to take, you know, five figures in terms of a booking at an indie show? You know, at the same at the same time, everyone's always telling people know your worth and add tax and all of this stuff. So when a man is doing that, why is it why is it an issue? Mm. Is he worth five figures though? Yeah, he worth five figures. You know, it's, that's <laughs> not the point. It's that's besides the point. That's another conversation. It's the name value. Why you want to book me? Because you know I'm Braun Strowman, ex WWE. That's what you're gonna go put in your. Who is, is he charging these? What companies is he charging these? It just said indies. It just it said independent. It's just, just indie shows have have you know that's what they've been told, and that he's good for money. He he don't need to be like in a rush to take. Oh, he's definitely show. good for money. He was he was pimping out WWE. I don't know how he was hustling WWE like that. I don't know how he was doing that. That's that's just to me though that he just he's not he doesn't really care about wrestling. No, because why wouldn't he just go and sign with AEW or another company? But how, how many of these men do care about wrestling? Remember, he was brought in from, you know, by Mark Henry from strongman competitions, uh, brought in to be trained as a as a wrestler. Like, true. you know, there's, there's yeah. people... So Mark Henry brought in Braun Strowman too? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He got him he, his trial. So he brought through Strowman. He's brought through Bianca Belair. Mm. He's brought through Jay Cargill. Mark Henry is killing it. He's yeah. like, the, he's the future scout. AEW like got him in it. I hope he got paid for them. No, I think I think he did. Yeah, for sure. So what else or, is going on? Or, or, w, or W gave him gave him a twenty four hour episode or something. <laughs> <laughs> WWE twenty four Mark Henry, the sexual chocolate. Um, what else is in the news, man? What else are we forgetting? Um, Leo Rush. Have you seen the news about him? He's, He's retired. Retired. He's retired from wrestling. Mm. He said the final straw for him is when he couldn't pick up his daughter or his, or his child or something like that. But I don't he know, took, man. He to took me, a rough was... bump at the at the AEW show, the Casino Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, the family, everything. He, he just decided it's best for him to hang up his boots. I think Leo Rush is what now? Maybe like 24? He's done that before, though. You know, he said that he's quit before. He retired right after he left WWE. Yeah. Um, came back, started making music, got back in the ring, some indie shows and stuff, and he was on a pretty good run, which had obviously got him into contact with AEW. But um, yeah, he I said that uh, he's call it a day. He's gonna finish his New Japan contract obligations, though. He's gonna finish that. So when he get, when he heals up, he'll still be wrestling, and then he'll retire. Ace, do you think our interview with Leo Rush at the red carpet in 2019 Hall of Fame has ruined his career? Well, what did he say? <laughs> Nothing. 
I've just been stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you put it on Twitter the other day. Is that what you, you said it on Twitter, didn't you? No, yeah, we had a fun. We had a um Wow, uh, but, but where did that come from? No, I'm just I'm just taking the piss. No, no, he was he, he actually probably enjoyed that interview, actually. He really yeah, man. Big up to I don't think he's retired though. I don't I, think he is. I think he's just emotionally drained and tired and frustrated. And he feels like he doesn't get respect that he deserves. No, but to be honest with you, can I be honest with you though? His 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 showing at AEW wasn't great. And I, I guess it makes sense because he must have hurt his shoulder. That's why. Right, right. That's gonna be why. But I felt like he kept butching a lot. Maybe it's yeah. Who knows? That's that's what but, people were saying. But I think yeah, he can, you know, he's still so young, he can take a year, two years, three years off to heal, you know, come back with a whole different personality body transformation and that um because he's still obviously quite a young man so he can yeah, change I, like that. he's an outstanding talent so i hope he doesn't step away from the ring for too long i hope he comes back um anything else we're forgetting max um not not really there's a takeover this weekend isn't there the takeover yeah. this weekend we got right. backlash next week summer slam gonna... is confirmed they were trying to make that the WrestleMania of the year. I've, um, people in Las Vegas, so yeah. We're having a fan of the Kickout podcast join us for the review show on NXT Takeover Monday. I hope you guys don't mind. His name is Paul, Paul Smith, really good guy. He listens to our show on a regular. And I kind of want to include some fans to join us as well. It's a fan show, fan cast. We get fans involved. Hear their views. Hear what they think. What do you guys think about that? I didn't consult any of you about this before I made this decision and I'm making this decision live on air it's fine exactly Thank you. Decision. There you go, go man yeah all right and uh, that was easy I know yes there's there's been some few things to be that we haven't discussed um in regards to watching did you first do you watch the Jake the Snake um Dark side I'm gonna of the watch ring. that tonight. I watched the Ultimate Warrior one. I watched the Dark Side of the Ring version of Ultimate Warrior because obviously I watched the A very different yeah. documentaries. It was mad that they came out in the same week. Yeah, that was mad, innit? They had that. They had the ex-wife's perspective instead of yeah. the wife's perspective. You're very interesting. interesting. Very interesting. The Jake, the, the Jake the Snake one is very dark, extremely dark. Yeah, no, it would be. They need to make a movie of Jake the Snake's life. It's I'm mad. surprised they haven't done that yet. And then um, the Hitman, AW. Um, is it AE? No, it's AE. A, right? a, a, a on E, yeah. A on E, there you go. Did that uh, make you feel like he's the greatest? Because you got gas when you saw the Shawn Michaels one. Did that make uh, you say, you know what, actually? Because Brett's the greatest, I'm sorry. You know what they're doing, Ace? Do you know what you guys do? You, Ace, you, Max, you and your stinking wrestling fans all day. You know what you guys do? You listen to Drake and you say, Drake is better than Jay-Z. Bret Hart is Jay-Z and Drake is Shawn Michaels. You're an idiot. And I love Drake. And I love Shawn Michaels. Do you, do you want to have this argument now? <laughs> yes. Basically, my point, this is what, what my point was. Bret Hart is a great, cool state. Of course he is. When he's one of, if is not... Sean? Listen, to my, listen to my point. Bret Hart was born into wrestling. That was a wrestler. That owned the territory. Like he was like molded into. Like he's he just he he was always going to be a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Brothers were wrestlers. Like sisters married wrestlers. Every everything was wrestling. Mm -hmm. Sean didn't have that. Sean didn't have none of that. Yeah. No wait 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 wait. <laughs> Sean didn't have any of that. Yeah. And learned the skills to become the greatest. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, 
superstars of all time. Charisma came with that, all of that. Then my second point is, and then you can say whatever you want to say. If we look at their entire careers, yeah, from start to finish, yeah, from start to finish, who has had a better career? But hold on, Sean had Sean had four years, four years, five, four or five years missing of his career, right? Middle of his middle of his middle of his high in his in my opinion his his peak time, right? Because obviously he came back, he came back and he was amazing when he came back. Irrelevant, irrelevant. How is this irrelevant? Why is that irrelevant? We're talking about the whole his whole career. you didn't let me finish my piece. Right. So. So if, if Sean didn't have the injury and came back, right? If you're looking at the career standard between Brett and Sean in their prime, both in their prime and their heyday, right? Brett was obviously had the edge over Sean. It's only when Brett retired after having a stroke and Sean came back that everyone so says... You know one of the people that say Jay-Z's only the greatest rapper of all time because Biggie died? Is that what you're saying? I never said I. I that could be that could, that could be something that could be that definitely could be something that that's definitely something to think about. No, it's not. It's not because Why? because because Biggie died. That it just yeah. happened. Didn't it? It's yeah. Because we can't say that. Yeah, Brett left or Brett left to go. Is, to Brett, is Brett a better wrestler than Sean? Before you answer, this is where I'm coming in. How do we define wrestler? No, an in ring performer so you could easily just don't let's not make excuses here because if i asked you who's a better wrestler omega or mvp you're not gonna say oh before before we um let's, uh, let's no. define uh what a wrestler is you, you no. know what the answer is is omega why so, are you this in, why are you this in, but obviously but obviously the in terms of why i'm asking this because yeah, it's it the the golf if you like is much closer here. That's what I want to know when you use the word wrestler. We're talking about in ring ability, right? Yeah. I w- I would have to go for Brett. One hundred percent. The only position he's better than Shawn Michaels. Shawn was a better. Shawn is a performer. Shawn Michaels is a better wrestler a in terms of everything a wrestler Shawn needs to the, do. Shawn has the razzmatazz. He he fat. You know he puts a little little sprinkle dust in it. So when you watch his matches, you're watching a bunch of dust come down and that's getting into your fumes. Like the mashed potato fumes are going to your head and you're like, oh, this is amazing. But Brett doesn't have that little sprinkle. Brett just comes up. Listen, if... But the goal goal thing that big... I'll tell you why I hate this argument. Let me tell you why I hate this argument. I'll tell you why I hate this argument. The reason why I hate this argument is anyone that says Sean is better has clearly watched Sean matches a thousand times more than they have watched a Bret Hart match. And, and let me say something. Is if it? you watch a Bret Hart match, Bret Hart matches are never Skill it. the Skill same. Skillet. Bret, Skill Bret Hart matches are never the same. He always, he always ends his matches differently. Always makes we're agreeing with you. We are agreeing with you. It's melodic. Sean is John Cena. It's that whole thing you see every week. He's going to pip up. He's going to do the elbow. He's going to do the wrestler. All- it's the same, but Brett Hart is something different every match. Okay, listen. All right, should I say this? Brett Hart is a better wrestler than Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is <laughs> a better wrestler. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean, no, you mean all rounder. You mean all rounder. No, let me better professional wrestler. 
Yes. No, you that's mean better, no, that's not true. You mean better all rounder. He's a better all rounder. All rounder then. Yeah. We're both right. Hmm? We're, bo- <laughs> <laughs> We're both right. We're both right. Know, I, who, who is the best technical wrestler today? Today? Yeah. Technical? Yeah. Who who is who is the Bret Hart of today? Quick man. Okada? All right. No, yeah, Okada, yeah. No, I'm gonna say some let's go with somebody from WWE that we watch. Okay. Um let's say Seth, Seth Rollins, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, if they had to have a feud from Royal Rumble that leads all the way up to WrestleMania, yeah? Who would you rather see Seth Rollins in a feud with, yeah? Remember how long that run is? That's like three months, yeah? Would you rather see Seth Rollins versus Bret Hart in his heyday or Bret or Shawn Michaels versus Seth Rollins in his heyday? I'll ask both of you guys Michaels that. any day of the week. That would be I'm- sick, bruv! Any day of the week, but Seth and Sean are very similar. That's no, fine. we're talking about we're talking about the whole run. I'm not talking about the matches. Obviously, the matches are always always going to be five star. I'm talking about the lead up. Yeah, who's like the the psychology, the the back and forth. Who's going to go at each other? Like we're talking about all of that. You're going to see a storyline. Promo storyline. You think Shawn Michaels in his heyday versus Seth Rollins is not a bigger match? Skillet knows the answer, brother. I, don't, I, don't like, so. <laughs> I, I, don't, I actually don't think so. Come on! I don't think so. I right, put that out on Twitter, brother, right now. Skillet, for entertainment <laughs> purposes... If you're saying, so this, dro- scenario is, 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 is this scenario that you painted here is the yeah. sole reason why Sean's the greatest, is that what you're saying? I'm, no, I'm just asking you a question. I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> don't, try, don't, try, don't try to make my point, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> to try to enhance your point. We've already agreed. Wrestler, I'm just asking you a question. We're talking about watching wrestling. We're talking about watching think, wrestling fans. Who would guys, you rather see that feud from? I think you guys need to go on the network. <laughs> go on the what? network. I can't have this argument with you, bro. Go on the network because I know you guys haven't done this for a long time. Whatever, man. And I know I know you guys have probably haven't done this at all. Go on the network and do a Bret Hart playlist. And watch that man, that guy go. Just watch. He's the best, bro. I'm telling you, he's the you're, best. You're, you're acting like we didn't just say he is. We just said that. He's the best. But there's still an argument, though. The match would be amazing. He's not agreeing with me. I'm talking about the feud. <laughs> Whose feud would be better? He's, he's, do you know what? I even give you that. The match... The match would probably be better, but whose feud would be better? The Seth Rollins Bret Hart match would definitely be better. What yeah. listen, listen, this is this is the problem with people that are fans of Bret Hart. Whenever it's we're talking about Bret Hart, all you can ever say is go and watch the match. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the argument begins Bret and that's where it ends. 97 Bret, you could talk his ass off. 97 Bret. Right. You know, you still you don't answer the question, or you just, just before then he's dead on the mic, but 97 Bret, you can you can cut a promo. Yeah. Sure. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, so we're guys, tell us what you think at us at the Kickout Podcast. Who's right, Ace, Max, or myself? <laughs> yes, it's me. But just you know, give your opinion. I wish, okay. I wish Blue was here, man. Where's Blue? Blue would back you guys. He's a Shawn Michaels mark. Exactly. <laughs> Why are you getting angry? <laughs> and Tay, and Tay, Tay wouldn't say anything because Tay didn't watch Sean and Brett in their heyday. What Tay was doing was sucking on a mother teeth. With them guys in their prime, and she started only watching wrestling when the rap came out. 
And then she'd be like, I'm going to say Sean because I saw him in 2002 onwards. She don't know anything, Tay. What are you doing in this podcast? What are you? Oh, sorry. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> love you, Tay. I love you. Uh, <laughs> all right. We, we, have an interview. we have an interview to play. Let's play an interview before we review Raw and SmackDown. Ace, you got to sit down with a legend. Who did you get to talk to, Ace? Uh, I got to speak to the man, Paul Heyman. He is the, um, I, I'm not allowed to call him my manager because he's the, what does he call himself again? Is he in the, the advocate or the head, the head no, of the... I don't know who you call himself. The, I think he's, he's the advocate for Brock Lesnar, but he's the special counsel for Roman there Reigns. There you go, the special counsel for Roman Reigns. Uh, we spoke just before the last pay-per-view, which was, what was that again? Back, WrestleMania's Backlash. Yeah. Uh, you guys can check this out. Here we go. All right, let's go. One extra ace, and uh, this coming Sunday, it's all about WrestleMania's backlash. Very, very much looking forward to it. And uh, somebody that we will see at the show, he is uh, the are you the manager now or the advocate for Roman Reigns? I haven't, I have not been in wow, we are off to such a wrong start here. By the way, do people know that that that, that British accent is just an effect? Because when we were just talking off the air, you're from Brooklyn. I'm, I'm definitely no, not from really. No, or, you're or from the Bronx, where you're from. I'm from South London. I know you're not. You're from South Brooklyn because right before we went on here, it's like, hey, listen, here's what we're going to do over here, right? Listen, we're going to go on the air. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk to these guys in Britain. Uh, okay, don't worry about it. Everything's great. Brexit all the way. I'm like, what's going on with this guy? And then you go on the air and you, and you, and you sound like <laughs> Prince Charles. It's, it's amazing to me. Anyway. Um, I have not been a manager since since 1991 when I became the CEO of the Dangerous Alliance. I've been an agent. I have been an advocate. And now I serve with pleasure and pride, by the way, as the special counsel to the tribal chief, the universal heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns. And you're doing an amazing job. Let me say that to you, sir. If you'll accept Thank that. you, Mr. Brooklyn. I, I appreciate that very much. <laughs> All right, before we talk about uh, the big event this Sunday, I would like to ask you, though, like, I've been a fan of you for a long time. I would just love to know, where does that wrestling brain come from? You've you've done so many amazing things within this industry, and that doesn't come from having a family within the industry or, like, but where does that, where did that brain come from? Where does that wrestling brain come from? The desire never to have a real job during the course of my entire life. Okay. But that doesn't explain how you got so good at it, though. I really, really, really don't <laughs> want to ever have a real job ever during the course of my life. But I'm so desperate not to ever have to be subjected to a real job that I made myself the best ever to do this role to the point where I had to redefine the role and change it from a manager, which was your first question, which... What's wrong? I, I apologize. Give you a pass on. Okay. Oh, I accept your apology because listen, we New Yorkers, because you know, I'm you're from, from New York. Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, see the way you said it, Brooklyn. So you can't even hide it, you know. So I'll give you a pass on that, but right. you know, uh, we we redefine things, we disrupt industries. So you know, I, I I was so great at the role that I actually changed the designation of the role from manager to CEO to agent to advocate to special counsel, which is the height of the role. But basically it just boils down to the fact that I never ever want to have a real job in my life. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, in, in regards to like what you've done, do you ever just sit back and think, yo, like I've done so much. I've done so much amazing things. I recently watched the Brian Pillman documentary and the Steve Austin one, and you had such a big part of the evolution of so many amazing wrestlers. Like, is it hard not, is it hard to be humble or are, are you, are you able to just be out there and be like, yo, I'm the man. I did this. It's, um, I don't spend any time resting on my laurels. I don't spend any time uh, looking back on what I've accomplished because tomorrow needs to be better than today and two days from now needs to be better than tomorrow. You know this from the industry that you're in. You are right now number one. Uh, from what everybody tells me, you're number one in what you do. I appreciate um, well, it's hey, listen. I, I I wouldn't be wasting my time on the number two show. I wouldn't. Ah, I, I, I really would. Um, so here's the fact: if you have a mediocre day and your opposition has a great day, you're not going to be number one for very long. And you can sit there and say, "Yeah, but 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 in 2018 I was number one, and in 2017 I did this, and in in 2016 I did that, and in 2015 I did this great interview." And they're going to sit there and say, yeah, but you're number two now. Right. We don't care. Mm. Um, that's the same thing. I look at every SmackDown as merely my audition to be invited back by WWE and Roman Reigns to the next SmackDown. The day that I walk out there and I'm not the absolute very best at what I do, topping everything that I've done before for 34 years, I don't deserve the role. I don't deserve the position. I don't deserve to stand next to Roman Reigns. I don't deserve the global platform that WWE affords me. Mm. Um, it, 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 the day that I look back and say, well, uh, oh, I had the Undertaker before he was the Undertaker. I, I helped Stone Cold find Stone Cold. I was this influential on this person. Look what Brock Lesnar and I have achieved. ECW, you know, the, the day that I take that, that mindset, I'm screwed. Someone's going to be better than me. I have to wake up every morning and, and depending on the luxury of the day, sometimes in the afternoon. Um, and, and I have to be driven and determined and yearning for a level of greatness I have not yet achieved because the moment I lose sight of how hyper-competitive it is for the absolute number one top spot, is the day that someone's going to take that spot from me? Deep. I'm. I'm. We're, we're getting gems today, people. I hope you guys are, are taking notes. Um, you did mention ECW, and I don't want to dwell too much on the past, but what an amazing thing ECW was in this day today of cancel culture and a lot of hypersensitiveness. Would ECW? What would ECW look like in 2021? A completely different product than it was in, in, in the 1990s because the, the the disruption of the industry would be different today than it was then. Um, back then, the things that we were doing had never been done before. Now, the things that we... The norm. And, and, and you know, I mean, look, just look. Are you telling me that the Rob Van Dam style isn't in vogue across the globe with all of these different promotions that are showcasing people who are blatantly working the Rob Van Dam style. 100%. Um, the uses of tables and ladders and chairs, 
um, the use of profanity, mm -hmm. um, commercial music, uh, all these different things that, that, that we were doing back then now have become the norm. And that was the goal of ECW. The goal of ECW was to disrupt the industry and push the industry forward into a new generation. And you're seeing that generation play itself out right now. In the very same way, what would ECW look like in, in, in 2021? I, 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 my vision would be, well, what should it look like in 2026? Because you always got to look five years down the road or, or, or in 2024, at least three years down the road. And what it would look like is a disrupt a disruption of the industry again. What? Yes, um, we were asking. I think we got that question. The question was about um, ECW in 2021. Yeah, ECW in 2021 would be vastly different than ECW in the 1990s because the goals in the 1990s are far different than the goals in 2021. Except the primary goal, the core goal of ECW, is always to disrupt the industry. And it's exactly what we did. Everybody now uses commercial music, uh, tables, ladders, and chairs, profanity, far more contemporary storylines. I mean, take a look at all these promotions all around the world that employ the style of Rob Van Dam. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at who, who was the most influential performer of the, of, of, of the, of the, of the generation. We have a whole generation. Of, of superstars around the world that, 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 that wrestle the style that Rob Van Dam introduced in the late 1990s in ECW. So what would ECW look like in 2021? It would be a movement, a disruptive force to progress the industry into 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, all the way through 2030 and 2040, which is Again, 20 years after ECW, look at the influence that it has on the culture of sports entertainment and the presentation of sports entertainment. And I would dare suggest that it would be the same way today, that the, that the goal would be to disrupt and progress the industry uh, into a not only a level of greatness, but also a concept of presentation that it hadn't achieved before. Uh, the, the term Paul Heyman guy is a term that a lot of wrestlers would love to have. It means that you're going to get the rub from such an amazing brain like yourself. What is the criteria for a Paul Heyman guy? What are you looking for in that special it factor for uh, a performer? Servitude to the desire to do things that have never been done before on a level that has never been achieved by anybody else. Just it, it's it's the pursuit of constant greatness. It's the it's the lust to be the best that has ever done it in the manner that you're doing it at the moment, let alone progressing into the future. That tomorrow's performance must be better than today's, and two days from now your performance must be better than tomorrow's. Um, that that's it. It's 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 just a. Uh, it's it's it, it, it's an obedience to the vision of let's do this to where there's no one that can compete with our amb ambitious desire to be the greatest. Yeah, any any new up and coming wrestlers that you can consider possibly being Paul Heyman guys. 
Well, the, the, the short answer to your long question is yes. But as you learned on the streets of Brooklyn when you were a youngster before you affected the British accent, right. uh, why would I ever tip my hand and allow other people to poach the talent that I have my eyes on? Okay. You're good at avoiding really good questions, but this is the main question. I don't want you to avoid this one, Paul Heyman. Are you ready? In, Can in I the, avoid that one? You know, you know, you avoid that one. Am I ready? Well, that's an interesting question. Am I ready? I don't know. Am I really ready? Here's the question. I mean, Here is the question. Oh, oh, Here is the question. Oh, oh, we're going to cut to the chase like a prosecutor. Okay. In the Go event, let's, let's... in the event that in the event. Brock Lesnar comes back and wants right. the universal title, yeah. whose corner will you be in? Well, that, you know, that, that is a very interesting question, and, and I won't avoid it at all. I will Please address don't. this head on and Thank give you. you the exclusive on a global headline. Um, Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants to do. The question that you pose is a hypothetical. Right. It's based on the concept of if. My father taught me, not on the streets of Brooklyn like your father taught you, but on the streets of the Bronx when I was a very young lad, if my aunt had testicles, she'd be my uncle. She doesn't. So she's not. If, 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 if Brock Lesnar returns, if Brock Lesnar wants the universal title, if Brock Lesnar fights Roman Reigns, if, 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 it's, it's an if. It's based on a hypothetical. As far as I know, my aunt to this morning still does not have testicles. Therefore, she's not my uncle. She's still my aunt. So to answer the question about- You don't Brock want to answer Lesnar, the question. Tell us about what's going to happen this Sunday night. Oh, smash them, stack them, pack them, rack them, pin them, guillotine them, send them on his way. When's the last time you saw Edge on WWE programming? You haven't since WrestleMania. Why? Roman Reigns. Will you see Daniel Bryan on WWE programming anymore? No. Why? Roman Reigns. I like Cesaro. I respect Cesaro. I admire Cesaro. I'm appreciative of Cesaro's talent, and I'm going to miss Cesaro when Roman Reigns is done with him at WrestleMania Backlash. And that is not a prediction. That is a spoiler. Yes, sir. It is most definitely a spoiler. I appreciate you very much, uh, Mr. Paul Heyman. And again, if you Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, you will not say whose corner you'll be in. It's an if. Do we need to talk about my aunt's testicles again? Seriously. (laughs) Is this where we're headed? Is this an obsession of yours, sir? It's not. Paul, thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. From one Brooklynite to a Bronx native, thank you very much, sir. Hey, Ace, big up to Brooklyn. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Yes. I love love his compliments towards you, Ace, because he knows knows you're the greatest. I mean, yes, I'm getting me ready for my uh, WWE debut. I feel like your finishing move will be the big boot. <laughs> and and for some reason, a moonsault while standing. I just can see you doing it. Like you do a typical big man move, but then you will counteract it with a high fly special. Some key fleeting. Yeah. Max, I can yeah. see your move being a choke slam. But like you know how Albert used to do it with the two, uh, the two the hands. Sit, the sit down thing is sit the down one. Hand but hand. off the top rope. 
that that's probably never going to be allowed in WWE. But we'll even try. get them. So yeah. basically, what Mets what Mets will do? Mets will yeah. do that. That the forearm punch. That's what Mets will do. That right. Mm-hmm. The guys on the ground. Then you'll lift him up, put them on the turnbuckle, put two hands on him, and then turn and do the slam, kind of like Dilo Brown ish, but with, oh. with a short slam. I can see the only, per- the only person I could probably do that to is to Hornswoggle. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't lifting, old man. You know what my finishing move will be? What is it? The sweet chin knee. Okay. Can we so keep I, it moving? So <laughs> I stand by the turnbuckle and instead of smacking the leg, you smack the kneecap. And then that. Did a little show and run, run up and knee the guy in the face. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, SmackDown, talk to me, Max. Nothing really of note happened on SmackDown. Um, we're still obviously amidst the whole Roman Reigns, Jimmy Uso's back, and um, that these men have lost their tag team title opportunity. They lost on two occasions to Rey Mysterio and Dominic. So probably heading towards some type of um you know one last try to to get the belts back um yeah bianca belair and bailey continue to feud they're probably gonna have a match at the backlash pay-per-view i think it's been announced actually um but yeah nothing else really do you think um jimmy and jay win the tag team titles as jimmy and jay or are they gonna feud before that happens Because it looks like it's going to be Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns for the next few weeks, I guess. Yeah, that's what they that's what they've been saying. But I mean, I don't I don't know how they're going to play this. I with SmackDown, obviously Jay and Jimmy failed once. I feel like what they should have done the second time around is Roman says that he's going to be in the tag match. That would have been heavy. Yeah, like say to Jimmy, you know, you had your chance, you got pinned, and then I'm going to I'm going to tag with Jay, who he's obviously kind of closer with right now, anyway. And they win the tag team championships. That'd be that, that could still happen. It could still happen. Yeah. Could still but, happen. Um, yeah. We'll see how this one plays out, how it's going right now. So Roman Reigns is doing really good work, isn't he? He's, he's, one, he's like one of the best in wrestling today. Yeah, full stop anywhere. Well done, Roman. I'm proud of you, man. It took a while. Yeah, but that's gonna happen. Like it was never Roman's fault. It was we were more mad at Vince that he's trying to force feed us someone that's not ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's ready now, but I guess sometimes you got to get thrown into the deep end to become ready too. So you know, you know, what I saw circulating on Twitter. We wouldn't have the Roman Reigns we have now. I guess you know what I mean. On Twitter today, I saw circulating clips of you know when he was um, in the feud with John Cena before I think No Mercy when they faced off. And John Cena bun him because um, he forgot his lines or something like that. Yeah. And I was just thinking, even the, the, the garbage he was saying then, it was like, oh, you don't want a younger guy to come out and this, that, and the other. And <laughs> it literally sounded, compared to the Roman we can now see today, this wow. literally sounded like a machine talking. Like he's got a yeah. lines to go through and he's yeah. just kind of, you know, repeating the lines. I said, this guy sounds nothing. His posture is nothing like it was then. His facial expressions are telling stories now that they weren't ever telling back then. He's probably just looking blankly at competitors trying to remember lines. And I feel that's, I feel that's Paul Heyman just 
maybe having a chat with Reigns before they come out and say, this is what we should say. Let's go through mm. what we should say, what should be said. Where, where Reigns was obviously given a script and was forced to say things like, remember the suffering Sakatash son mm-hmm. thing? And the best thing he did was the, um, it's my yard now. That was good. And uh, Against Undertaker, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember the whole, I'm not a bad guy. I'm, I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. That shit. That was terrible. So what do you what, um so the rumors are Cena versus Reigns for SummerSlam? Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at that. I would like to see yeah. that. Let him run it. Yeah, let him run it. Cena versus Reigns SummerSlam. I think Survivor Series should be Reigns versus. Ooh, ooh. It'd be Lashley. Lashley, I guess. Hopefully. Yeah, Reigns Lashley. It's gonna be Drew. You think Drew's gonna win? On, uh, you think you think Lashley's holding? Well, put it this way: they done the 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 age old thing of Lashley saying to Drew, "This is your last WWE Championship match, as long as I'm champion." Mm-hmm. So I just I just think that's it. Drew's gonna win. Like crowds are coming back. I think they're gonna want a babyface champion in front of crowds. Um, this is the whole reason they didn't let you know Lashley run with the whole hurt business thing because it was getting over too much. So. Now the crowds are coming back. They put the, the championship back on Drew. He gets that run in front of a crowd where he never got before because he it was pandemic. Um, yeah, I think I think it's with Drew, man. I don't think Lashley. He Drew is Drew is the top guy, even with Lashley holding the belt. Like he's still like the top guy on Raw. So is he though? I right. think so. Is Drew? I think they think he is. I don't. I think he has. He's died a death in in like the fans' eyes. Like people still like Drew, but he's not as over as you know he was when he won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's not. He's not. You're he's right. Not over than Kofi. Kofi's, right. not, Kofi's, Kofi's, oh, yeah, Kofi's not over than Drew. Yeah, yeah. Kofi's more you're, you're correct. And, and so don't think that. Put on him. Yeah, but Drew didn't get cheered over Lashley at Mania. Mm. I a hundred percent agree with everything you lot are saying. I just think it's them thinking we owe him. So no, I don't think so. Do I think they need to. I think they need to give bring back Lesnar, man. I want to see Lashley Lesnar. What's going on? Why is it taking so long? So that apparently, that was rumored bare for SummerSlam, and now from what I've read in the last two days, that's not on the cards. Like Lesnar is not being booked for SummerSlam as of right now. Yeah, I won't be surprised. I'm su- I won't be surprised if Lesnar going to come back. To be honest. But this is the thing: if Drew doesn't beat Lashley at Hell in a Cell next week. What's le- What's next for Drew on on Raw? It, mm, nothing. He'd have to go to SmackDown. Yeah, and that 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 draft ain't happening till after SummerSlam, like late August. So between now and late August, what's Drew gonna be doing? So I, that's why I think he he wins it. Interesting. Um, Max, you you made a video recently that concerned me. About Kofi turning on Xavier, yeah. is that something that is actually good? You can see happening for all. What I want to happen, obviously, MVP is having all this chat with Kofi. I actually want Xavier to be the one to turn. Okay, but I don't. I don't know what this, what the plan is here, because obviously Kofi and MVP had an extended talk backstage on Raw, which I thought was interesting in itself. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but. Is Kofi going to turn Kofi's heel? Is Xavier going to turn heel? Kofi's not going to turn Xavier. You know what? I can see the Xavier turn, though. 
I can see that. Yeah, I th- that could be good. That could because be Xavier is very, very good, and he deserves you know some like single spotlight as he well. He does for sure. Yeah, might be quite but, good. I think I think okay. it is time to end the new day train. All really done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, with them, with the new day, it's push it's Kofi a money, as a money main event. Push Kofi as a main eventer. Have Xavier shine as a mid carder, as a heel mid carder. I think this this could work. Yeah, if they're still they're making obviously... money, if they're still yeah, making they're money, still making, for them, no, they could make even more money tenfold when they all reunite in twenty twenty three. All three of them as well. Exactly. I like it. Why not? Give it an experiment, man. Yeah, I'm down with it. I'm down. <coughs> Is that it, Lena? We covered everything. Uh, Raw? Yeah, the, the main story is Lashley, Drew McIntyre had their contract signing. That's going to be a Hell in a Cell match next Sunday. Um, if Drew McIntyre loses, he ain't got, he doesn't get another chance at the title whilst Lashley is champion. Um, that's really, that's really I think there's something I'm forgetting to mention here. I can't think of it now. I think, unless I'm you want to move on to NXT. That's pay-per-view this yeah, week. Talk, yeah, talk to me about what's the card on NXT uh, in your house. I know my homegirl, Zaya Lee, is going to be main eventing. That's great. Happy for her. I don't know about main eventing, but she's... <laughs> she's oh, you know what I mean. Like, it's because of, she's got a title shot. She's got a title oh, shot. Oh, yeah. no, it's just a regular match against Mercedes ah? Martinez. It's not about... <laughs> what? No belt, Brett. Just her versus Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so she's just on the paper. It's her first pay-per-view then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a good step forward. Um, we got the million dollar match, if you like. The million dollar belt is back. So Cameron Grimes is gonna be going up against um LA Knight in a ladder match for the million dollar title. Why are they doing why are they doing this, man? <laughs> is this, you you know, know what? Is this, is this Cameron Grimes Ted DBRC thing a, a good thing? Is it's, it it's been it has been decent, like I don't know how much you've been following, but Cameron Grimes has actually become rich through yeah, I know that and stuff, right? So yeah, um, yeah, they've kind of made it play into storyline, um, and yeah, they've brought Ted DiBiase in to kind of sh- show him, you know, there's different levels to this whole money thing, and Ted DiBiase now wants to choose one of them to carry on the million dollar legacy. That's why he's put the belt on the line. So how they use the belt going forward after this will be interesting. But this has been a pretty decent story. Um, there's a six-man tag match. Bronson Reed, North American champion at MSK, the tag team champions. All the belts are on the line against Legado del Fantasma. Um, so Santos Escobar and his boys. Um, what else is on the card? Women's title. Ember Moon is going after Raquel Gonzalez NXT Women's Championship. And then the main event is Karrion Cross. The tag team champion. Recently. Yeah, yeah, she lost it, and then um her partner got injured. Like the last week or something. No, 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 it's a couple of weeks back. Still. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they need a, they need a good hand to help Raquel Gonzalez look even better. That's all this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, main event. Adam Cole's best promo since stepping into WWE ring when he absolutely destroyed Karrion Cross. Bun him. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. What did he say? Oh, AC killed him. He absolutely killed him. He, he, basically, he basically was like, you know, they do all the lights and the smoke and everything to make you feel so special. For me, all they have to do is ring the bell. Um, wow. They kept, they kept he, shooting. He, that. he said, you got the lights, you got the pyro, you got the girl, you got, you, you know, you got the main event push. 
they, they've they've taken care of you. They did everything in their power to make you look special. What they need to do to make Adam Cole look special is ring the goddamn bell. Yeah, I said ring the freaking bell. The crowd go mad. The crowd go mad. The the twenty people that was there. Were like, ah! Yeah, but it was, good, it was such a good pro, but that 20 people sounded like a thousand people, bro. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard and then yeah. he just ripped him and said that he basically he can't wrestle and all of that kind of stuff. Um went MF, to town on him. Do you remember like because I was I was a big advocate of carrying cross when he was an impact when he was killer mm. cross, he was actually really, really good and he did a lot of stuff in Mexico, so I felt like he was in his it was homing in his craft then. Mm. Uh but when he has come to WE, remember we, we were saying that in a podcast with rest things when they mm. were guests that we just felt like he he's, he's not it's not living up to the hype. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad I, I, I don't think that. Like so on this go home show on um Tuesday night, um <laughs> he was in the ring, then Kyle O'Reilly came out and basically said again, you can't wrestle, you're not good. Johnny Gargano came out and said the same thing that you can't wrestle. Pete Dunn basically said the same thing. Um, Adam Cole was on the Titron and said the same thing. And I, I actually felt bad for the guy because it's like, why are they drawing man out like this? <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's more of a striker, the whole MMA thing. But like, this is really harsh. Like, this is borderline bullying. If if he wasn't the biggest one amongst all of these guys. But it only makes me think that <laughs> on Sunday, on the weekend, he's just going to use it, whatever his style is, to annihilate all of these smaller guys. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So, I think, yeah. But wouldn't, the, it be the funny if, if, be wouldn't it be funny if, like, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, who's booking LXT, was like, do, like, a DX skit. <laughs> I mean, that would be funny. If the Gargano comes out and says that he can't wrestle. And then Pete Dunn comes down in a helicopter and he says that he can't wrestle. And then Adam Cole comes up with a bucket of gunge and pours it over his head and says, he can't wrestle. It just felt like a, like a prank. But yeah, um, yeah, I really right. felt, I honestly felt uncomfortable watching it, thinking like, nah, this, this isn't fair to, for them to do this to my man. Like, it's, it's ain't fair at all. And he's not a bad wrestler, let's be real. Yeah, like, I, I think it works for what he is. Like, his style is like a roughneck kind of thing. Like, he's, he doesn't need to wrestle, like, per se. But yeah. Okay. Okay, I guess that's the kick out. I don't think yeah. there's anything else to talk about. No, so anything, anything I'm, just trying to, I'm trying to find the promo. I want to, I want to watch it now. Well, the, the Adam Cole one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go watch yeah, that. No, now. Play it, play it, play it, play it. Find it. I'm gonna go look for it. This, this go on YouTube. Tab, Adam Cole carrying across promo. I guess. Or rips, oh, yeah. him, rips him. Rips him. Rips him. You can't play this. What? Well. Is this going on YouTube? Are we playing this. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah. Um, it's low though. Hold on. Will Adam Cole come out last? Do you want me to play that whole oh, thing? You're, 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 playing, you're playing today's promo. Oh, sorry, Tuesday's promo. You need to play last week's promo. Uh... What? So, wait, that sounded. Who was that talking? That sounded. This is, this, Kyle is from, this is from the 8th. Yeah, that's this week's promo. We're talking about the... last week's promo. Okay. Um, guys, this is not great. Can we just... Max, anything before we sign off, my friend? No, that's that's all, man. Um, in, hey. in your house this weekend and, yeah, backlash next weekend. Um, Ace, WWE is making loads, loads of cuts. Yes, we're hearing loads of cuts. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about anything, but we will. Um, I'm sure we won't, we won't get into it. But yeah, there's loads of cuts that Vince is making. 
Vince is making so much cuts that I regret to inform you guys that today's my last episode of The Kick Out. <laughs> Peace! All right, guys, till next week. Good night, everybody! <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, love. Subscribe, follow. Keep chasing the kick out.